Hey, this is TJ and I'm the lead pastor here at Revamp Church. Thanks for listening to our weekly sermon podcast. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you and helps you experience life change through Jesus. For more sermons like this, resources or opportunities to get connected, visit us at Revamp Church PTA on Facebook or Instagram. So we are reading this morning from Matthew 18, verse 21 to 35. It reads as follows. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how many times will my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let it go? Up to seven times? Jesus answered him, I say to you, not up to seven times, but seventy times seven. Hmm. Then Jesus continues to explain a parable based on the question that Peter asked. In verse 23, he says, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the accounting, one who owed him, let's say, let's change this to to 10,000, let's change this to our currency. You know, he owed him 10,000 rands. And the slave was brought to him, but because he could not repay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and his children and everything that he possessed and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees and begged him, saying, Have patience with me and I will repay you everything. And his master's heart was moved with compassion and he released him and forgave him. He canceled the debt. But then the same slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him 100 rand. And he seized him and began choking him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow slave fell on his knees and begged him earnestly, Have patience with me, and I will repay you. But he was unwilling, and he went and had him thrown in prison until he paid back the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, They were deeply grieved and they went and reported to their master with clarity and with detail everything that had taken place. Then the master called him and said to him, You wicked and ungrateful slave, I forgave all that debt of yours because you begged me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave who owed you little by comparison 
as I had mercy on you. And in wrath his master turned him over to the torturers until he paid all that he owed. In verse 35 it says, My heavenly Father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your word. You are holy, you are worthy, you are magnificent. Lord, help me to preach with clarity, to preach with sensitivity on this subject of forgiveness. Because I know that there's a lot of people hurting. There's a lot of people who are experiencing pain. Pain caused by a loved one. Pain caused by people that they trusted. Father, I pray that you that you heal us, that you challenge us, that you speak in us and through us. Father, today I pray that may we experience the power of your word and be delivered by it from, from every kind of pain. From every kind of pain. May your word deliver us. From every bondage. This including. The bondage. Of pain. The prison of anger. The prison of resentment. The prison of holding grudges. Lord. Help us. Release us. In your name I pray. Amen. Be, before we, we, we dive into today's message, I want to take this moment and just appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to God's word on our online platform. We thank you for your prayers, your, your generosity, your, your faithfulness to add value to what God is doing through Riven Church. We want you to know that we are praying for you, we, we love you, and we can't wait to see what God does in and through you. We also ask that you pray for us as we allow or as we follow um, our God's leading and building our team to officially launch our church next year, 2021, so that we can have a bigger impact in our communities and see people experience life change through through Jesus. We are in a serious message called Things Jesus Never Said. The purpose of this series is to find the true power of what Jesus really said. When we look at what he didn't say, this helps us to see the power of what he did say. Last week we 
we laid uh, we, we laid the foundation of this series and talked about what I believe is one of the most important uh, things Jesus ever said. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus invited us to experience rest through a uh, through a relationship with Him. We we find rest in knowing that Jesus is with us and that He loves us. When He said, "Come to Me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest," this represented the heart of how Jesus really feels about us. Now that we know how he feels and, and, um, and what he said about us, we are ready to take on the lies that, that so many of us believe about God and our relationship with him. We, we are now going to expose and, 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 uh, and prove false the things Jesus did not say and why we should stop believing in them. Today we, we are going to talk about what he did not say about forgiveness. What he did not say about forgiveness. So I'm going to leave you with three things under the heading, you don't need to forgive certain people. You don't need to forgive certain people. The first thing I need us to look at or that I need us to consider is the lies about forgiveness. I remember back in 2011 when I was preparing to preach on the same text we are reading this morning and I asked God with tears in my eyes and I said to God, do I really need to forgive my dad who passed on? I said to God, I can't afford to forgive him. I said, Lord, I saw him constantly abusing my mother physically and emotionally. He, he mistreated and physically violated my sister because she wasn't her own, because he wasn't, my sister wasn't her own blood. He, he, he should have loved us and protected us, but he hurt us. I can't forgive him, Lord. He deserves to die. Here I am, about to share someone on forgiveness, and I was carrying a burden of unforgiveness. I was carrying a grievance of someone who did not only hurt me but hurt those I loved. When I was experiencing that unsettling moment with God, I asked him a question loudly and I said, how do I forgive something like this, God? How? Maybe you're listening to this and there is someone who has betrayed you. Someone who lied to you. And, and you're probably asking if they deserve your forgiveness. Maybe it's a spouse or a friend who betrayed your trust 
and you probably saying ah to forgive him or to forgive her will be foolish when i was in that unsettling moment with god lies started going on and on that said it's okay not to forgive certain people who have hurt you god will understand tj you are only human forgiving them will set them up to hurt you again those were the lies and these are some of the lies or these are some of the common lies that that we engage with that if you forgive them if you forgive him if you forgive her you are condoning their behavior if you forgive that spouse who hurt you you are portraying a message that what they did is not a big deal you probably don't want them thinking that you are condoning their behavior if if you forgive them you also have to forget what they said that's the lie that that if i forgive them i also need to forget what they did to me and i can't afford to do that you know for forgiveness looks impossible in some cases because we believe we are also required to forget what someone did to you another lie is if you forgive them it shows them how weak you are how weak you are rather than forgive friends part in resentment marriage or marriages end in in separation children become parted from their from their parents siblings continue fighting on and on we remain angry bitter and unhappy because we refuse to forgive relationships between between people get ruined for years because of unforgiveness what could have been years of growth and happiness through forgiveness is squandered and shattered simply because people refuse to forgive The second point I want us to consider is the truth about forgiveness. When I was trapped in this prison of offense, when I was overwhelmed with hurt and anger and bitterness because of what my father did, I heard God reminding me not only about the parable of forgiveness I was about to preach on, but but uh, but but reminded me god reminded me of the words i often say in prayer and the words are we are to forgive others in the same way god forgives us god was saying to me tj 
Holding on to unforgiveness is a sin because of the bitterness and the destruction it brings in your own spirit and because it fails to reflect my character in your life. I remember I put my Bible and notes down and I said, God, give me the strength to forgive my father. Yes, he's dead. He's no longer around. But give me the strength to forgive my dead father. And right at that moment, I said this prayer. I said, I said to my father, although not physically present, I said, I'm going to let this pain go. I'm going to let this pain go. I have allowed it to control me for way too long to a point where I did not trust other men. I said, Dad, there is no way you can restore what you have done to me, to my mother and my sister. I refuse to be a victim. I'm tired of being a victim. I can keep letting this offense define me. Even though I know that you don't deserve this, I need you to know that I forgive you. You know, after saying that prayer, I felt liberated. I felt set free because forgiveness, to forgive is to let go. To forgive is to leave behind. To forgive is to cancel a debt. I pray this morning that you rely on God for the strength to let go or, or cancel the debt of those who have hurt you. For forgiveness is not only about acknowledging the hurt caused by the offender, but it is also about pardoning the offender. Forgiveness sends the guilt away. It dismisses the debt. I love what, 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 what Dick Dobbins said when he said, Forgiveness frees the offender from guilt and shame, but it also delivers you from anger and bitterness. Forgiveness frees us. When we don't forgive those who have hurt or those who have wronged us, we remain prisoners. And continue this, this cycle of hurting. But when you forgive, you free yourself from the events of the past. Forgiveness heals. Forgiveness initiates the, the healing process. It, it, it gives you permission to move on. 
when we continue to leave the uh, or, or, or when we continue when we continue to 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 live with um with the, with the wounds of of excuse me with the wounds of unforgiveness open we continue to poison our soul when, when we leave the, the scars of of unforgiveness untreated we continue to poison our souls forgiveness models love i i remember when when i hurt a very close friend of mine with with words and, and i asked her for forgiveness and i said can you please find it in your heart to forgive me and i will not forget what she said to me she said if god has forgiven me who am i not to forgive you tj forgiveness is offering something it's offering something undeserved to someone who doesn't deserve it when we forgive we model god's love he has for us we we learning to love the way god does you uh, in Matthew 5:43 to 44 it says you have heard that it was said love your neighbor and hate your enemy jesus says he he, uh, he 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 says these words in 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 a crowd and says you have heard what it was said it has been said that love your neighbor and hate your enemy but i tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you pray for those who hurt you jesus was speaking to a culture that believed an eye for an eye when someone wrongs you you wrong them back hate those who hate you but then jesus says but i tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you what do you do when you are bitter and angry pray for those who has abused you pray for those who have wronged you pray for your enemies we pray for those who have done us wrong when we are wronged we are not to react in the spirit of hatred but in a way that shows christ like character and values we are to pray for those who have wronged us what i have realized as well with praying for those who who have wronged us is that the prayer might not change them but it will definitely change you it will definitely change you the last point i want us to consider is jesus requires us to forgive jesus requires you 
and me to forgive. Peter approaches Jesus with a question. He asked Jesus, how many times am I required to forgive someone? Lord, how many times am I required to forgive a brother, to forgive a sister who has wronged me? Lord, is it up to seven times? What we need to understand with Peter asking this question is that the rabbis or the teachers then taught that you only require to forgive a person three times. So Peter wasn't suggesting seven times a day, but seven times in his life. So now this tells us that our corrupt nature makes us to be selfish in doing good. We, we rather hold on to, to do good, to spite, to, to spite someone even to the cost of holding on to the toxic pain. To a toxic pain. Then Jesus replies to Peter and says to Peter, No, Peter, no. That's not enough. Try seven times 70. I can just imagine Peter's face with the reply of Jesus. Jesus was saying, there is no limit to how many times one needs to forgive. God has forgiven us countless times and we need to do the same to others. We see the necessity of forgiving those who have wronged us, even in the Lord's Prayer. When he said in Matthew 6, 12, that forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. Only those who forgive their brothers and sisters may expect to be forgiven by God. Now, when we look at the parable in Matthew 18, after Peter, you know, after this question, uh, Peter asked Jesus, when we look deeper into this parable where Jesus explains this parable to Peter, you know, of the, uh, the servant and, and, and the master, it says that this servant, to paraphrase it, it says this servant owed him 10,000 rand. The slave owed his master 10,000 rand. And he says, because he could not pay, he says, I'm going to order a decree where you will be sold, your children will be sold, your wife will be sold, and everything that you owe will be sold. And he said, have mercy on me. And the master was moved with compassion and counseled all the dead. So he did not owe the master anymore. The same slave, the same slave went out and saw somebody who owed him hundred rand. I just converted this to uh, just using our currency for us to, to, to get the relevance of, of, of uh, uh, um, uh, to be relevant with, 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 with the story. 
And the, the, the Bible says when he saw his fellow slave who owed him hundred rent, he went and choked him and see he seized him and choked him and said, Pay me what you owe me. And his fellow slave said, Have mercy on me. He refused to forgive him. He sends him to jail. And everybody who saw that went to the master and explained in detail what this slave did. And he called him and said to him, You ungrateful slave. Weren't you supposed to forgive somebody as I have forgiven you? Were you not supposed to cancel the debt of somebody who owed you little by comparison? Were you supposed to forgive as I have forgiven you? There's a lot of us who are involved in church, you are involved in worship, you are involved in ushering, you are involved in, in, in parking duties, you, you, you are involved in their church, but you're still holding on to the pain that has been caused by another individual. And you come to church daily and you hearing sermons after sermons, but you're still holding on to that pain. You are still holding on to that hurt. You still have a tinted view of, of how somebody treated you badly. And you saying that 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 people won't understand that that God won't understand, and I want to tell you that God understands, and I want to tell you that 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 God wants to heal that wound, that God wants to heal that pain. Him and. and and the some of us, we know what we did yesterday. We know what we have been doing in the past. We know that what we have been doing in secret and God continues to show us love and God continues to embrace us and God continues to forgive us. But we, the same people who are doing these things in secret, who are stealing ourselves and 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 uh, and and, uh, and and living a, a a a a a life that is governed by our own rules and regulations, out of God's grace, out of God's love, and we expect the same God. To forgive us. But yet we fail to forgive those who have hurt us. Forgiveness is a big deal to God. 
Yes, humans, uh, human nature tells us that it tells us that there is there is uh, there is some offenses that 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 we should not forgive. But God still requires you and me to forgive. Why? It's because He forgave us. It's because He forgave us. Paul wrote in, in Colossians 3, verse 12 to 14, he says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, cloth yourself with compassion, cloth yourself with kindness, cloth yourself with humility, gentleness, and patience. And hear what he says. He says, Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. And he says, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Those six letter words, forgive as the Lord forgave you. TJ, how far does forgiveness go? How much are we expected to forgive? Where do we draw the line? That six letter phrase is the answer to this question. It's the answer to these questions. We need to forgive. We need to forgive others to the degree or to the measure that God is willing to forgive us. Yes, he is willing to forgive anything. You are not too far gone to be forgiven and accepted by God. He always forgives. As his forgiven children, we are expected to forgive as well. Don't let the enemy lie to you that by forgiving someone, you are condoning their behavior. When Christ forgave you, he wasn't condo condoning your sin. He was not condoning your sin. By forgiving my father, I was declaring that I will not remain a victim and be defined by the offense. When you let go of the debt by the offender and granting mercy, to that individual, forgiveness frees us. Forgiveness frees us. We, 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 we are set free from the prison of anger and holding grudges. We are set free from the prison of hurt and, and resentment. How many relationships would heal if siblings will embrace each other and say, I forgive you. How, how many relationships could be restored if fathers and sons say, son, dad, I forgive you. What if daughters and, and, and mothers will push the past aside, would, 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 would uh, uh, cancel the words or the bad words spoken and forgive each other like Jesus has forgiven them? What if husbands and, and wives forgive each other the same way God has forgiven them? Lord, grant us grace, Lord, to forgive those who have hurt us. 
Jesus did not say, I will forgive you, but you do not have to forgive certain people. But what he did say was, forgive as I have forgiven you. Forgive as I have forgiven you. What hurt are you still holding on to? What offender do you still need to forgive? Is it not the time to take the yoke of Jesus and let go of your bitterness? Is it not the time to let go and let God? It's time for you to forgive them. It's time for you to let them go. It's time for you to release them. It's time for you to release them. Unforgiveness is like tying a rope around your hand. When you have tied a rope around your hand, your hand start losing feeling. It loses feeling. It changes color. Your hand will start being pale. And if left longer, your hand will decay. Why? Because blood stopped flowing. But when you start releasing the rope from your hand and untying it, blood starts flowing and everything starts getting back to normal. Jesus invites you to come. He wants to heal your wound and weary soul. Forgive your past. Forgive yourself. Forgive the one that has hurt you. Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you. Help us this morning, Lord, to forgive those who have caused us pain. I know that, Lord, you are not an insensitive God. You are a very sensitive God. Your word says that you sympathize with our weaknesses. You sympathize with our pain. You see our brokenness. You see our wounds. So, Lord, we come to you and we cast all our burdens to you. The burden of unforgiveness. Lord, help us to release those who have hurt us. Help us to release those who have caused us pain. Help us to release our childhood memories that are full of pain, that are full of resentment, that are full of regret. Help us to forgive our past. Help us to 
your word says that if any man is in you, he's a new creature. The old is gone. Behold, you're doing something new. Lord, I pray that Father helps to live the past in your altar. Release us from these pains. Release us from the hurt. Release us from, from resentment. Release us from holding all these grudges. Father, we are tired of being victims of circumstances. Lord, they are, they, they, they are your children who are, who are present by anger, who are present by resentment, who are present by by cycle, uh, cycles of pain and cycles of uh, uh, holding grudges. And I pray that you release them. I pray that you speak life. I pray that you speak that your word may release them, that the truth from the word, from your word to release them as they forgive, as they make peace with what was. Thank you, Father. Thank you for healing. Thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you that we can be vulnerable in your presence. Thank you that we can be weak in your presence. Thank you that we can cry in your presence. And you still not judge us, but you will continue loving us. You'll continue guiding us. Have your way, Lord, as we continually trust in you as we continue to trust in your word. Help us to forgive as you've forgiven us, O oh Lord, so that we may resemble Christ-like character and value and values, Lord, in every faculty of our lives. In your name we pray. Amen.
I don't want it no 